What's going on, everybody? Welcome to Casual Conversation with Will and Gary. You're listening to episode number three, baby. This is our third one, and it's probably our best one to date. Uh, we got a good show lined up for you. We talk about a lot of stuff. We talk about how our weeks went, how our Halloween was. Uh, we talk about a little sports, rock climbing, hiking, and we even got a little motivation thrown in there for you to get you through your week. So once again, thanks for tuning in. Hope you guys enjoy the show. Welcome to the greatest podcast on the face of the earth. What's going on, you turkeys? <laughs> Halloween is over. Yes. Thanksgiving's around the corner, baby. I, I dressed up for Halloween. What did you dress up as for Halloween? I wore a jumpsuit, and I had a, a thing around my neck that said, Victim of the Times. Oh, my God. <laughs> Are you serious? <laughs> no, no. I'm, I'm <laughs> serious. Like you didn't dress up at all. No. I saw somebody that had that costume, though, and I was like, dang, that's a... Next year. I actually did dress up for Halloween. Did you see me? I didn't. You didn't see me, bro? No. Did, I, did you see me on Halloween? I I put a picture on uh, my Instagram story. Oh. You didn't look at it? Obviously not. No, because, well, obviously you're a fool because October 31st, I was doing Sober October and I dropped Instagram. Oh, my God. Yeah. You so, did, obviously, dude. obviously Dude, okay, I I'll give you, see it. I'll give you a little taste of what I was. I was a old school tennis player, like 1970s-esque. Like, you know who Pete Sampras is? Yeah, dude. Okay, I had like, I had my wife's shorts on, Nike shorts. So they came ballin'. down about not even to mid-thigh. Really white- balling. Yeah, <laughs> free balling. <laughs> free balling. <laughs> so I had the white shorts on and uh, white socks, tube socks, white shoes, white shirt, tucked in, mullet wig all the way down. White headband, uh, and then wristbands, dude. That's I, nice. I looked legit. Like, if you saw a video of someone playing tennis in the 1970s, I guarantee it. I could have looked like one of them. <laughs> I was kind of looking for like an afro, like Jerry curl yeah. wig, but I couldn't find one anywhere. All they had was a mullet, so I I just went with it. It was only five bucks. No, Dan, you you may have played or you may have looked like uh the Sampras dude, but you sure don't play like him. Yeah, I'm better than him. <laughs> no. <laughs> For all of y'all that don't know, me and Will, we play tennis pretty regular. And, and uh, I beat Gary every time. He's never beat me. <laughs> I've never beat Ever. him. How many games do you think we've played? Uh, not just too many. I'd say... Five? I'd say more around like six or seven. Because we played last year, too. Oh, yeah, we did. Uh, I and was you, trash then, though. Yeah. I mean, you, you're pretty trash. Shut up, dude. <laughs> no, dude, you played me really good the last game we played, and then you just quit. Yeah, we quit playing. If you so. would, I mean, if you would have kept, I'm probably kept asking me. Yeah, you'd, you'd probably get you had that dub. Dude, by it now. got cold though. Dude, yeah. I don't know. I just start feeling sorry for you because I was improving so much. I knew I was just gonna surpass you and just <laughs> leave you in the dust. So, yep, you still haven't beat me. You're talking some pretty big smack over there. That's what I do, baby. I just talk smack. Well, I'm glad that you dressed up. I'm glad you had fun for Halloween. It was fun, man. I didn't really do anything. I saw people dressed up. I saw this dude on a UCA campus actually had one of the hot dog suits on, and I was like, hey, man, nice wiener. (laughs) (laughs) The classic. Yeah, dude. Dude, it was pouring rain, and uh, we still had trick-or-treaters show up at our house. That's awesome. Uh, Dude, they were hardcore. Listen to this, though. 
So there was a few that showed up or whatever. Actually, none of them showed up while we were here. We saw them around, so we knew they were in the neighborhood. So we're like, dude, we got to get something to eat, me and my wife. So uh, we ran to Arby's for like 15 minutes and left some candy out on the front porch. Terrible idea. It's freaking delinquent kids. Dude came up there, wiped out the whole thing pretty much. Like that whole, that bucket in the living room, you saw it? Yeah. It had like 10 pieces of candy in it maybe. That thing was full and it was wiped out within 15 minutes. I guarantee the kids walked up to the door and was like, oh, dude, check it out. It's a whole bucket of candy. And then, (laughs) so there were two kids in my mind. One of them was like a stupid idiot kid, like (laughs) gets in trouble all the time, just is an idiot. And the other, one of his buddies that he was with has actually had some sense. So the one that's stupid came up there. He was like, dude, check it out. Let's take the whole bucket of candy. Let's take the whole thing. There's no one here. They were like ringing the doorbell. No one was coming. And then the other one was like, no, I don't think that's a good idea. And he's like, dude, quit being a baby. Let's take the whole bucket of quit candy. Quit being a baby. <laughs> and then the other one's like, no, dude, it's not a good idea. What if someone catches us? He's like, fine. So they just grab two handfuls and leave. I'm Wiped glad. out the whole bucket, though. <laughs> I'm glad. And thanks to them, thanks to them, we turned our light off and we didn't have any, no more trick-or-treaters are coming. Because they cleaned out all our candy, bro. Couldn't give any more. They ruined it for everyone in the neighborhood. It sounds like you're just a little selfish with your candy. You should have went and bought more candy. Candy's expensive. Okay. Anyway. Nobody's going to come by your house next year. No, dude. <laughs> I, the, <laughs> Which, I mean, is not that bad of a thing, I guess, if you're not wanting to get into the, the candy game. Yeah, that's true. But, no, dude, I remember when I was a kid, I feel sorry for you if you didn't go and have, like, a, a nice trick-or-treating experience. I am genu- genuinely, genuinely mean that because... I loved Halloween as a kid. Like yeah. I loved going. Around. My mom would take. We'd pile in the car and Reed, like when Reed came along, he'd always be like crying and stuff. But like <laughs> I don't Reed. know. It was just like I look back on it fondly. <laughs> He's a little baby, dude. Like I was the kid. He when, probably literally was a baby. Yeah, he was. No, I was the kid that was like mom was like, all right, Garrett, you're you're a little too old. To for me to like take you so you're like treat. uh 14 that's more like that. like 17 no, I'm, just kidding. <laughs> I'm just kidding no i haven't dressed up the past few years i haven't really haven't had a reason yeah the only reason i did is because we had a, a little halloween party at work so yeah i just i go to school and go to work but yeah. other than that this week uh i went on a little hike around oh. uh, northwest arkansas with olivia the Ozarks, yeah, dude. The foothill of the Ozarks. We got the most. We got some mo- the, some beautiful mountains, and you guys just aren't taking advantage of it. I mean, we got some of the most beautiful <laughs> mountains in the whole country. The Ozark Mountains. I mean, they're beautiful, you know. They are, man. <laughs> they are, especially this Coach time Lewis. of year. <laughs> yeah, dude. Lewis Dog. <laughs> if Lewis dude. Dog ever listens to this podcast. Coach Thanks Lewis. for showing us Pearl Harbor. That's a great movie. <laughs> Coach Lewis, if you're listening to this, he was our uh, uh, one of our history teachers. Shout in out, high Coach school. Lewis. If he's listen, if he ever listens to this, I just want you to know that you have a permanent invitation to come on here anytime. No doubt, we would love <laughs> we would love to have you as a guest on this podcast. I'd love to hear what I'd love to hear your take on this world. <laughs> no doubt. Anyway, you went hiking where? Uh, we went up, actually, this, this hits home for you, Will. Oh, no. We went up to Hemden Hollow. Oh, I've been there before. Yeah, Will doesn't really go hiking, but he, 
<laughs> I've actually he been went there. he went with us this this one time me and Marcus and uh, I'll let him. It's tell a the brutal story. trail. I'll let him tell the story about that. First, let me tell about you know we went down and like the leaves up there, man. The, it's the fall changes going on, and it's like it's peak, man. Peak. It's peak. And it wasn't raining. It was raining. Yeah, it was morning. raining. It was raining. Did you go this morning or yesterday? No, yesterday. Oh, yeah, it was raining hard yesterday. Yeah, we were uh, rain jackets. <laughs> you know, I know. Yeah, I know you can wear a rain jacket, but that's I, what we did. I still wouldn't go hiking if it was raining. What if you slip and fall? The terrain's probably a little moist, wouldn't you say? It, yeah, it's it's more than moist. <laughs> it's uh, dude. I had a lot of people tell me that moist is a, is a like a off putting word. Why? I don't know. That's a great word. I think it is too. It's very it's describing. Like, yeah, like you. Definitely it's not get wet. A mental image of it. Yeah, it's not dry. It's not it's wet. Moist. It's just a little moist. 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 <laughs> Moisty Meyer, the Moisty Merman. Anyways, yeah, tell tell about the experience that you had at Hemden Hollow. It's a two hundred and nine foot waterfall that is the tallest waterfall in between the Rockies and the Appalachian Mountains. Yeah. So it's and it was very beautiful, actually. The whole the whole place is very nice and very beautiful. It's like kind of off the beaten, well not off the beaten path. Uh, it kind of is a little bit. I mean, there's a isn't there like a? It's in Compton, Arkansas. On the streets of Compton, <laughs> straight out of Compton. <laughs> but no, it it's really nice. The problem was, it was the middle of summer, so it's smoking hot, and it had just rained though, so we wanted to you know see the waterfall, so we knew it was gonna be nice. But I was going to wear shorts, so Gary was like, dude, I don't know if I'd do that, because uh, there's probably some snakes down there. We've seen rattlesnakes before. And I was like, dude, really? He's like, do you have any like uh, hiking boots? And I was like, no, I don't have any. So he said, well, I'd, it'd probably be best if you wear your pants. So I was like, okay, whatever. So I wore jeans and boots, cowboy boots, because I didn't have any other boots to wear. So we're going. And nobody explained to me that where we were going was like down the whole side of the mountain. So we're just walking down the mountain. <laughs> I failed I'm wearing, to do that. <laughs> I'm wearing jeans and cowboy boots, just walking down the mountain. It is smoking hot. I'm sweating. My my undies are sweating. He's getting galled. I'm getting galled, <laughs> dude. Chafing. I was so chafed. By the time we got down there, I literally took my pants off and just sat there and <laughs> had to let it all air out, you know what I mean? He did. Dude, it was so hot, too. I was dripping sweat. I had, like, three bottles of water, chugged a whole one. Oh, it was terrible. <laughs> it was terrible. And. So just, tell, them, tell them about what happened when we, we, just, we were about to go to bed. So, so after that, it was fine. It started cooling off. The sun went down, whatever. So it started cooling off a lot, actually. We were like, dang, it's getting kind of chilly. And uh, it, we noticed that it was a lot darker for the time than it should have been. So we looked up and it started, we saw some heat lightning in the clouds and stuff like that. So we're like, dude, it's going to rain. We're like, nobody checked the weather. Literally, no one checked the forecast on the way down there or the day Dude, that's prior. our trademark, man. That's a, <laughs> I guess that's a trademark of how it goes. But So we're sitting there and we had a two-man tent and an Eno little hammock thing. I, I'm sure I know what that is. So I said, hey, I'll just sleep in the Eno. I had a little blanket, and I could wrap up in it in a pillow. I was just going to wrap up in it, and that's where I was going to sleep. And Gary and Marcus were going to sleep in the tent because it's a two-man tent. I mean, it's pretty small. 
So about the time it's we pretty all, small. It's pretty small. <laughs> but I mean, it's pretty small. Like, I mean, you know, just keep small, in mind that it's pretty small. It's pretty small. <laughs> so about the time we're trying to go to sleep, you know, we hear some drops start falling, and we're like, "Oh, it's just sprinkling." So I stay out there because I couldn't really feel it. I was under, you know, a canopy of trees. And then, you know, a couple minutes later, it starts really coming down. So I was like, dude, are you serious? So I'm like, I'm coming in. I'm coming in the tent. <laughs> Two-man tent. Marcus, how big? Marcus, Marcus is, is a, a big, big guy. dude. He's like six foot three or four. He's like six foot four or five. Yeah. He's dude, he's tall. a big guy. So we're literally sitting, <laughs> laying in the tent. And by this time, it's just like dumping buckets out of the sky, like raining so hard. Dude, it felt like a waterbed because like the the, the, the ground water was, was so like, wet running underneath the tent. I'm surprised it didn't like wash us away. Yeah, dude, we were like on the side of a cliff too. But we're but sitting there, literally, our hands by our sides, packed in like sardines, and it was hot. <laughs> it was getting humid. It was steaming. Oh, it was steaming. Dude, my phone, steaming. like it was so, it got wet in the tent. It was raining so hard, it got wet in the tent, and my phone like zapped. Like I had to get a new <laughs> phone after that. That was an expensive trip. That was an expensive trip. So then we woke up the next day. It stopped raining. Everything was fine. It rained until like three thirty or four a.m. Yeah, it bro. rained for like it a good solid four or five just hours. Poured on us. It was miserable. But it was next one of the day most was fine. We got up. Sleep. Yeah, we got up. Went and saw the waterfall, which was awesome because it had just you know rained up. Enough to fill the ocean, but, um, dude. But after that, we had to walk back up the mountain that we hiked down the first day, and I totally forgot how bad it was. It was ten times worse going up than it was coming down. Again, I'm wearing cowboy boots and jeans, <laughs> and by this time, all our stuff is soaked. Like your feet are soaked, my socks were soaked. I wasn't even wearing socks, and. I didn't have we. I obviously took my shirt off because it got soaked. So I'm wearing this backpack that's super heavy and it's like chafing under my arms. Oh my god, it was terrible. But we finally made it. See, Will says he doesn't look back on that experience fondly. Definitely not. But he he enjoys sharing that memory. He does. That w- that was a good memory. So you look back bad, on it fondly. Bad experience. You look back on good it fondly. memory. You totally look back on it fondly. I do like. That that's the thing, man. Like, if you can get, if even if something's bad or, you know, costs a lot of money, you get a good memory out of it. Lasts you a lifetime. Yeah, man. It's all about the experiences. Anyways, since uh, when we got out of there, we went to like a few other little waterfalls and stuff, and some overlooks, and it was just just kind of a drive around, yeah. chill. We've had some sandwiches and some like snacks, turkey and stuff. No, no, no ham, no turkey, no. We what had, kind of sandwich had, was it? We had some veggie sandwiches, man. V- Olivia's vegan. Oh, neat. I didn't know that. Yeah. That's pretty cool. Hang but on. She, what? Yeah. I'm sorry. I, I keep interrupting. What is on a vegan sandwich? I genuinely am intrigued. Uh, okay. So that's a hard or, question uh, no, to answer. Like, I can answer like what is vegan and what they eat. Vegan? No, like what was on the sandwich you ate? Uh, so I diced up, uh, no, no, I didn't dice up. I cut a uh, little bell pepper slabs and yeah. like a, got so a huge portobello mushroom and like cut them into slabs. Oh, mushroom. And then I got some zucchini and like I stripped them. Zucchini. Like stripped them down kind of thick and I just like put them in, uh, well, I like put some salt on them, let that sit for like 30 minutes to so like pull all the water out. And then I put some avocado oil on it. 
and I roasted them in the oven for like, I don't know, 20 minutes on 425. And 420 blaze it. And uh, yeah, uh, that's what I did. I had the sandwich and I had like some guacamole that we spread on the, the outside. I mean, that sounds pretty good. Yeah, dude. Was it dude, pretty good? It was. I Okay, so like, don't get me wrong. I love turkey and ham sandwiches like as much as the next guy. But if that's the only type of sandwich experience you've had, dude, there's some really good specialty sandwiches out Bro, there. Bro, I'm not saying I've never had anything besides a turkey sandwich. That's not what I'm saying. I I'm thought d- you guys were I'm hiking not... in the middle of the woods eating, and then you got somewhere and started well, eating I had, I had pre, I just like pre-made them. You, well, you should have said that, because yeah. I didn't know you had use of all the utensils. And then she brought like some hummus and some carrot sticks and some apple and peanut butter. I do like and... the baby carrots, though. Yeah, dude. It's dude. It was good. It was good. Pretty tasty. Anyways, what I was gonna say before I was rudely no, I'm just kidding. I was <laughs> before I was interrupted. Uh was that Olivia gave Will a pretty high compliment. Oh, she did. She did. She uh What was that? She listened to our podcast and she said that you had a like the perfect podcasting voice. The perfect voice. The perfect voice. I mean, I do have a pretty nice voice. <laughs> That was very nice of her, though. Yeah. If she listens to this, Olivia, thank you very much. Yeah, she yeah she was genuine about that. it, too, because she, like, I was, like, waiting. I was waiting for her to say, oh, and you got a good podcasting <laughs> voice, too. It never came. Yeah, baby. <laughs> so I was, like, man, she really liked Will's voice. <laughs> Dude, it is. One thing I'll say that we both learned from, you know, r- recording our extensive, our, our extensive podcasting career, uh, two episodes, is that. It's very weird to hear yourself on a recording. Like it, you hear yourself all the time, but even though you hear yourself talk, it's a lot different to hear yourself on a recording. If that makes sense. Yeah. And also, it's like <laughs> me especially, I definitely don't enunciate my words very well when I'm not thinking about it. Like when we're recording a episode or something, I've actually started trying to you know, enunciate and pronounce my words better. Trying to talk better. <laughs> I'm trying to talk better because I sounded dumb when I was on. The <laughs> Not for real though. It is kind of weird though. So hopefully I'm, I'm getting better every episode. But yeah, I feel like I feel like we are. I really yeah. do. Um, no, really. The only other thing that happened on our thing uh, on our trip was that we saw some elk. We saw herd no way. Of, a herd of elk. That's yeah. pretty cool. Where the same place or on our way back or what? Um. So there's this place in Arkansas called the Boxley Valley. It is just south of Ponca, Arkansas. Oh. It's in the Jasper. Have I seen it? Or did we drive by it? We drove near it. Okay. If yeah. we would have taken I, a left, I definitely don't know right, where it is. Because it? it's right around Compton. It's like we were literally <laughs> right by it. It's straight out of Compton. It's straight out? It's straight down. It's like the suburbs of Compton? Yeah. It's like. No, Compton is the suburbs, isn't it? Compton is the suburbs of Ponca, and then the Boxley Valley is just like an extension of Ponca, I <laughs> okay. guess. Anyways, there, if you drive through there when the sun is setting, more than likely you're going to see a herd of elk out there. Well, that's pretty neat. I've seen it several times, and I kind of want to talk about it a little bit. Um, I have been going up to northwest Arkansas for roughly three and a half to four years. I mean, my parents, they, they're pretty avid campers, and they... I spent a lot of time in high school even just going up with them and they got into camping and they weren't quite into the hiking or anything, but um, 
I've I've gotten the opportunity to see the elk over those years is the reason I'm telling you this. And it's like they really like the population has grown. And that's the whole that's the whole point of like con like really putting the message out there to like focus on repopulating this area with elk because there used to be elk here all the time. Yeah. And we're trying to get it back to a sustainable number to where we can actually implement hunting. Years ago, did them. they like, you can't hunt them right now. Yeah. I was fixing to ask. Um, I didn't think you could hunt them right now, but I don't think so. Back in the day, like, I don't know, whenever they had a sustainable population, could they hunt them? And that's why they started, you yeah. know, the population well, I don't, I'm not decreased sure. over time because of hunting or what? Uh, dude, I'm I'm not quite sure like when the like the game and fish or like the the national hunt. I don't I don't know all the terms. I don't know yeah, when don't they either. I don't know when they came into um like like I don't know when they implemented their thing. Yeah. So like I think it was just like you could just go out and kill, and they just that's what they did. And like all the Indians, they they killed off stuff too. So Native Americans, you mean? Yeah, yes, the Native Americans. I'm sorry. I'm trying not trying We're to We're politically correct. We you, you Never mind. I'll save that for later. Anyway, <laughs> I'm continue. I'm not trying to offend you, but <laughs> <I'm just kidding. laughs> any anyways, um so yeah, it's just it's just really nice cuz like I've I've definitely noticed and there's like new bulls, like which is a male elk. Oh, there's, yeah, oh. there's like young younger, Oh, they're young though. That's cool. Yeah, but there's still what's like a, the big What's a child um uh, or an adolescent elk called calf. A calf. Okay. Yeah. I don't know. It's like calf, cow, bull. So just like literally a cow. No. Wait, wait, are you are you talking about elk or like a like a cow? Like it's the same as a cow though. A, a cow. Yeah. Like a cow, like a like a female elk. No, like. <laughs> no, just like you playing have with you, bro. Like a I domesticated know you cow. Yes. Like yes. a calf, a cow, and a bull. Yes, I'm pretty. I'm. I'm pretty sure okay. we're going to have Josh on here and he's going to set all <laughs> of this straight. He's going to set all of this straight. He's going to come in here and he's going to, he's going to educate us, man. Education is key. He's going to educate us. We're, we're working on it. We got to get a new interface. <laughs> yeah. Which, uh, I'll try and grab one by yeah. Christmas time. No, dude. Well, before then, cause we want to have Marcus on. So. so you're talking about, you're talking about, uh, Getting some new soundproofing stuff and everything. He's turning it into a little studio. Dude, yeah. We're going to have like... We're ramping up. Dude, this closet right here, we can make that a, a solo vocal studio. Heck, dude, yeah. Like put a mic in there and yes. then you can close the doors. I would definitely come here and record. Is that not... That'd be pretty sweet. Dude, I might just become a producer, baby. Dude, and you could I'm like, going to quit. You could rent I'm going to quit this. my job and just make this a studio. Yeah, and you could like rent this out hourly if it's if it's nice enough to people who want to record stuff. Like that's a thing. Yeah, dude, you have to. I don't want to. You have to get like a whole board and all that stuff. That'd be yeah, but I mean that's something to think about in the future. I mean, if it's something that you enjoy and you have a hobby, you're gonna develop over time. You know, dude. Yeah, it like little side I'll, little side hustle. Yeah, I'll speak on that for a second. Um, you know how people always say, you know, go and find something that you like to do and pursue it well i mean obviously i can't pursue you know recording audio and editing audio and stuff right now just because of the way you know life is uh just got married just got a house stuff like that so obviously i can't quit my job that you know pays you know good money and i have good benefits retirement stuff like that 
I can't just, you know, say, oh, I'm just quitting and not going to have any source of income and no equipment and just, re- you know, focus on recording audio and stuff. But I think it's really cool, even if it is just a hobby. Like, I think it's important for people to find something that they like to do and do it. I feel like it's it's not only, like, um, it's good for their, like, good for your mind, kind of, and it's also therapeutic in a way. Like, I think doing this and recording, you know, a podcast and stuff like that and, like, messing with the audio and recording it and uploading it and stuff like that, I think that's just, like, really cool. It's, like, something I've never done before, but now that I've actually started messing with it, I think it's, like, really awesome. So I do hope it's, it turns into something bigger than, you know, what we're doing. I think it's, I mean, I wouldn't make a full-time career out of it. I mean, I, it, you know, just the way yeah, it goes. Yeah, but I never know how it goes. I just I, think it's, what I'm really trying to say is, uh, I just think it's important for people to find something that they like to do yeah, and, and to do it, even and if, it, you know, you don't know anything about it. Because we literally didn't know anything, like zero, about podcasting or recording audio or how to record or anything. And, you know, we just started doing it, man. It's been real fun. I've really it enjoyed it. It's, it's it is. We're only on episode three, and I've. I feel I've like we've really been doing it for it. years. Yeah, we've done it for three weeks. No, to extend on what you said, finding what you like to do, that that means that you have to go out and do things yeah. first. Because I mean, yeah, do do things that you think are going to interest you. But I'll give you an, I'll give you some examples, a few examples. Like for example, I I knew that I wanted to. I, I liked biology and like bio biological sciences so i was like oh i want to go like into the health field so i started yeah. taking anatomy and physiology classes and things like that that's not fun when you are having to study and, and learn all of these things Yeah, for sure yeah but once once you kind of understand it and you can talk about it with other people that kind of understand it and you can talk about greater ideas because you both have an understanding of it and it becomes it becomes fun. So you when you have to get into things. It's like language too. Like it's not fun when you're first learning a language. It's I mean unless you're a kid. Yeah. <laughs> you just talk well, actually we'll talk about that a little bit. I I have a topic about that. But like when you first are learning a language, it's not gonna be fun when you're trying to learn all the grammar and how to put sentences together, but when you can start talking to another person that knows how to speak that language, yeah. It's fun. Yeah, for you sure. know, so, so yeah, find your passion and everything, but you have to go out and do things, and th- that doesn't mean that every time you do something, it's gonna be what you think it is. Sometimes you're gonna have, like, not necessarily failures, but it's not gonna just meet something that you really like to do. Just go out and do multiple things, and you'll you'll find something. I promise. Yeah, for sure. No, to, uh, the the language thing. I was actually gonna talk about that. Uh, what is your take on bilingual uh, bilingual education in kids? Bilingual education. So you mean teaching children two languages while yeah. they're in school, or what? Yeah, because uh, uh, maybe you haven't heard. Uh, no, uh, I've not heard this. Um, so you the U.S. of A. is like one of the only countries that doesn't implement bilingual uh education like all european countries they have people speaking english and their native tongue and sometimes even more languages so okay when you're saying that like say whenever you know kids start learning about you know grammar and stuff so like i guess it's kindergarten or first grade so they would start teaching them english 
So okay, well, we'll use the United States as an example. So like they would start teaching them like English and another language at the same time. Yeah. So all through like all throughout their whole school career, they'd be learning two languages. I mean, I don't know the the exact curriculum. Yeah, no, but but, what, it, but yeah, they would a, they the, would be the gist of it anyway. They would be versed enough to speak. I mean, they would have a a native language to them. Yeah, that they learned when they were brought up as a child, and you know those those years of development are very crucial, and they're going to hold on to those like way better. But when when a child is very young, it's very very easy for them to learn a new language. And as you get older, it's very, very hard for you to learn a new language because I can it's see that. so ingrained. And there's only benefits. There's no, there's no negative of doing it. It's not yeah. hard. It's not hard to implement. So I've, I've just, I've heard a lot of. Uh, I have a few friends, and actually my cousin Kate, that uh, she goes up to some university in Minnesota. She's a linguistics major, and she was just kind of telling me about that a little while back that. There's a there's a big movement in the U.S. that they're trying to push for bilingual education. Yeah, I say they rock on with it then. Yeah, I think that'd be really neat. Yeah. Um, it and helps, obviously it, there's it helps business. It helps you know. Yeah, I mean, helps literally any job. Seriously, it would be beneficial to know two languages. Seriously. Or like, it'd be it'd be cool, um, if like different regions of the United States learn different languages. Yeah. Like based on their demographics exactly. you know what i mean that'd be exactly. cool so because like if you were in the southern half you know closer to you know south america you could speak spanish or if you were you know up, up near canada you could speak french yeah that, exactly. that'd be cool exactly that, that'd be cool, it, would, it would be very very useful in my opinion and not hard to not hard to implement yeah that would be awesome I, dude i wish i knew two languages como esta <laughs> uh bien y tu <laughs> Uh, bien, uh, si, cebolla. <laughs> <laughs> Yo tengo un gato en los pantalones. <laughs> si. <laughs> okay, we're we're done with that. We're done. <laughs> That's all the Spanish I got. So, you got any hot topics? Hot takes on any issues? Hot takes on any issues? Not, I don't, dude. I haven't really been watching the news. I don't really have any issues. I will talk about uh one thing I saw. Um, I recently started um following. David Goggins, I know you know who that Ooh, is. Ooh, I love David but, uh, Goggins. I've, I've heard him on a few podcasts, but I didn't follow him on social media or whatever. Dude, and he did this video the other day. Or no, it was a picture. And he put a picture of himself from back in the day and him now. Dude, I didn't know that he used to be like so overweight and stuff. He lost like an insane amount of weight. Yeah. I didn't know that. Oh, dude. We gotta have him on the podcast. <laughs> we gotta have him on the podcast to tell his story, man. No, seriously, hey, David Goggins, if you're listening to this, please come on our podcast, bro. Sometime. If, you, if please, Mr. Come. Goggins, if you ever hear this, I want you to know that you have also have a permanent. Dude, that's Major Goggins to you. Oh. He's like a Navy SEAL, bro. Well, I, well, I knew he was in. He's military. went through Hell Week like three or four times just wow. to just to do it. Yeah, dude, he's wild. Anyway, if you don't if you don't know him, go follow him on Instagram. Yeah, he's, for sure. He's, he's a very inspirational guy. Which leads me to what I was going to say is he was I, anyway, it was just him losing a bunch of weight and he gave this uh big speech about it and stuff, which was really cool. But he was doing this video and he was talking about um like being mediocre and like hanging out with people that don't make you better. Well, not not necessarily make you better, but just like kind of getting stagnant in what you're doing, you know? You know, 
I mean, mediocre isn't bad. Like, there's nothing wrong. You know, you're not literally necessarily doing something wrong or bad. It's just you're not really, you know, progressing as you should. Like, you're comparing yourself to other mediocre people, then, you know, you're not really growing or gaining yeah, anything. compare yourself to who you were yesterday instead of, like, yeah, compare everybody else yourself, around you. Which leads me to what I was going to say. So I was like, dude, he he just sparked a little fire under there. So I was like, I'm going to go take a run around the block. So, <laughs> yeah, you sent me that thing. Yeah. Heck yeah, dude. So, I saw dude, that. I, <laughs> I did two laps around our neighborhood, which it's like, um, I don't know how much one or how long one lap is, but both of them together was a mile and 1.3 miles. And dude, when I got done, I was hurting so bad. It was unbelievable <laughs> how bad a shape I was in. Unbelievable. Dude, I started out, had the tunes on. I was hyped because I just watched his video. And, uh, dude, I just took off. Just shoom, good, shoom. good speed, man. Just zipping away. Just feeling good. So about the time I got, you know, almost to one lap around, dude, it, my, <laughs> my legs felt like they weighed a million pounds. I couldn't breathe. Oh, dude, I was hurting so bad. Uh, you know, <laughs> you know, like in junior high basketball practice, you, you see the kids and they got the gator arms. Yeah, you know, like their dude. Their arms tucked by their side. I know they what got you their, mean. <laughs> they got their back arched, their like stomach out, and they got their head tilted all the way back like this and they're running dude that's how i ran for the whole lap like the first <laughs> lap i was like looking at people like on the side of the, like the kids like playing basketball and stuff and i was like throwing them deuces and like waving <laughs> everybody dude the second lap around i was sweating hurting so bad i didn't look at anybody i was literally looking at the ground they're probably like dang this guy looks like he's about to fall out and die <laughs> oh but i made gosh. it 1.3 miles that's all i had though. that's funny that you say that so like one time Marcus was watching David Goggins. You know how he's like super into running now? Yeah. That's that's what happened to him. He was watching a David Goggins video and he was like, Screw it, man. He's like he was like anti cardio almost. I mean not anti cardio, that's an overstatement. Yeah. But he was like he just didn't like cardio. He was like, Screw it, man. And he just like took off and ran like a bunch of like a, just a bunch. I don't remember how much he ran. But now, Dude, he's, like, I don't now know. he's like super into it. He just, just, I don't know. There's something about it. Just like he was running, and while he was running, he was giving you a motivational speech. So it was like super cool. It just made me want to run. Yeah, I don't know. Dude. And I hate running, and it just made me want to run. I guess he just has a, the power to. He's he's an animal. Go check him out. Yeah, check him out for sure. Um, <sighs> other so, than that, so speaking of Marcus, he told me, he told me that he wants to be a professional rock climber professional yeah dude he competed in a boulder competition down in uh, st pete how'd he do he did pretty well i'll I'll tell you kind of how they set it up so well explain what bouldering is somebody oh yeah know. so bouldering they're rock climbing is, is basically split up into three disciplines as far as competition goes there's top row or no my bad lead climbing there's bouldering and there's speed climbing give a little rundown on all three so Top rope is what most people think of when they think of rock climbing. That's like climbing up big faces, big walls, and you you clip up, you know, every ten feet or so to a new clip, and you just go up as high as you can, um, to the top. And bouldering is just like 
it's it's you don't wear a rope and it's like you know you only get 12 to 15 foot off the ground and you've got yeah. boulder pads under yeah you most of the time do they have competitions like actually outside yeah they have they do they have they have competitions okay. outside but well, I like mean, in still, gyms in gyms they're like you know privately owned businesses so they have like their own competitions too so yeah. there's there's a variety but f- bouldering for everyone is um you really don't go that high up in the air i mean you go pretty high you know like you said 10 to 15 yeah. feet so like if you fall off you can actually like land on your feet yeah sometimes yeah i did i did fall off yeah. about 12 feet one time and twisted my ankle pretty good so <laughs> It's not foolproof, but yeah. I mean, it's not like actually you're climbing a cliff. Like if you fall off, you're not gonna die. Yeah. So anyway, and then speed climbing is like, so there's like two routes beside each other, and there's ropes attached to the top. Yeah. And that kind of like so there's nobody like it's just a rope that's attached that retracts as they go up, and they're both the routes are set like this exact same. And they just try and go up it as fast as they can go. And if you have not seen anybody speed climb, I encourage you to look it up. It is wild. Uh, I actually it, haven't it seen anybody do that. It is insane how fast. It's like spiders. Like they just <laughs> they look like spiders running up the wall, man. I'm not even kidding. Uh, it's it's wild. I'll probably never get into that. It's like big and like like Eastern Europe. It's like Iran and Turkey and like I don't, I don't know. There's a lot of good Iranian hmm. speed climbers apparently. Well, anyways, um. So I was I was telling a story. Oh, oh, comp the competition. Yeah. So Marcus, he did his first boulder competition. I want to put this into perspective. It was actually in Tampa, Florida. Or no, no, my bad. It was yeah, it was in St. Pete cuz that's where he's staying. Um and they have another gym, the same gym. It's called Vertical Ventures. They have another gym in Tampa because St. Pete is like a kind of an island that's like connected to to Florida. And then when you go into Florida, you just go right into Tampa. Well, Tampa and St. Pete have more people in those two cities than Arkansas does as a state. I did not know that. Yeah. That's wild. There's a lot of people there. And... I mean, it's not like Florida's known for having the best rock climbers in the world, you know, because there's not just there's a ton of, ton yeah, of mountains. Yeah, I don't think there's that many mountains yeah, down there. But, but he, got, he got, I think, 15th out of 20 people. Dude, it's not bad. Dude, he, Considering he, how, how long has he been doing it? Uh, not even a year. We've been, doing, we've been climbing for about eight to nine months. Yeah, that's pretty and, good. Yeah, so he, there was a beginner class, there was an intermediate class, and there was an advanced class. He went into the intermediate one. And so the way that they set the competition up is they had one they had 50 routes that were set up, boulder routes. And one being the easiest and 50 being the hardest. So the way that they did it it was like if you climbed route 1, you got 100 points. If you climbed route like 3, you got 300 points and so on up all the way up to yeah. 50. And so you got to attempt as many as you wanted, but you got three hours to climb. I think it was five routes that that. Oh, they, so the max yeah. you could count, or the so max the, score was five. No, the max. No, the max score. Well, I mean, the max score was. I, no, I, I I'm saying know. like you got five routes combined yeah. was your max score. Yeah, and you get to climb for three hours, so the, your best five routes, yeah. as many yeah. points as you can. Could get. you do uh, the same one five times? Yeah, if you did like the you, hardest you, one five as times? long as you can do it within three hours. Cause I mean, dude, rock climbing is like, like you think you can get it, and you just keep wearing yourself out. So it's like a, you have to kind of hold back. You can't yeah. just be climbing because you'll wear yourself out. 
It definitely wore you out. Yeah, Will, Will had this one. I dude. actually did that exact same thing. <laughs> yeah. I tried to do the same route. I went rock climbing with Gary one time at the climbing gym, and I tried the same one probably ten times. Didn't get it one time. He was so mad. I was so mad and so tired. My arms were hurting so he bad. He just couldn't do it. He, he was like, I'm not leaving until I climb this, and he just, he, like his arms wouldn't let him. Yeah, they just gave out, man. It was unbelievable how <laughs> tired you were after you are done. Uh, anyways. So yeah, he got fifteenth. Yeah, I'm proud. He got fifteenth. I'm glad. And uh, when he gets back, which is actually like in a week and a half, two weeks, we are gonna go to the climbing center in Little Rock and do some lead climbing. We're gonna get certified as lead climbers because, like I said, we haven't really done any outside climbing. So we're gonna do that, learn how to do it, get the gear, and then we're gonna go with Miss Rooney out this Rooks. December going to go out as as early as as she's available and once we go with her and we learn how to do it safely man when i'm off up up until the time he leaves in january we're just going to like go around climbing stuff yeah in the ozarks That's yeah a good we're, idea, we're, man. we're 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 trying to just be safe yeah we're trying to get good enough uh get some experience under our belt because we're thinking that for this next spring break we're gonna like meet up in colorado for a week and just climb and camp and that'd be cool though yeah it'll it'll be an experience for sure well they spring break in colorado though it might be snow covered yeah i mean we'll go a little bit southern okay we'll probably go around the buena vista area i love buena vista <laughs> i do man i really do we're not gonna go through that one town you're gonna go stay at the 30 dollar no, we, we actually will go we actually will go buy it <laughs> you go drive by dude, it? yeah dude i'm gonna have to show him like it's it was that wild I encourage you to stop. I, I have no location. Never mind. Just just drive. Just drive to Buena just Vista. Just drive over there and see if you can find it. Yeah. <laughs> if not, just go to Buena Vista. It's it's dope. <sighs> dope. Anyway, bro, dude. Uh, how about the Red Sox, man? Dude, I was just I was looking down at my topics and I was like, oh, the Red Sox. Okay, so I world champion. I was. I was pretty excited. I'm not gonna lie. I was sitting there. I was uh, so waiting, bad. waiting for Sale to, to close <laughs> the game out, and he did, man, dude. He he shut him out. Dude, he did. He set him down, dude. He's so lanky. He's got the eagle arms. He does. By eagle arms, I mean extremely long arms. <laughs> and for the like the wingspan of an eagle, like the how big is the wingspan of like a bald eagle? Isn't it like? Are you asking me? It's like ten feet, isn't it? I have no idea. I want to check that right now. I'm not a, I'm not a bird watcher. Well, that's not an, a, I'm not an avian. We always said somebody with long arms has eagle arms. Yeah, but I mean, so I I'm don't, pretty sure that I think that's a pretty common, that's a pretty common saying. Of course, we yeah, but saying, I think it's because eagles have huge wingspans. I don't know, man. An adult bald eagle, uh, according to Google, five point nine to seven point five feet, seven and a half feet wingspan yeah an eagle how taller than me yeah and think of how like short the eagle is probably like three feet tall maybe if that wow wingspan over twice it's twice its height that's a long way yep anyway what was i gonna say i forgot i was gonna say we were talking about the red Sox. oh yeah dude i hate the red Sox. i hate them (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> no man, I'm only player I like is Andrew Benintendi. Go Hogs! Yeah, dude, dude, Benintendi too. He had a good World Series. Yeah, he did. 
He had a pretty good World Series. I wore his jersey. He won the MVP. I didn't even. I turned it off. Ah, uh, man, I went to bed because like I had to get up and go to some work. fan. I didn't even watch the after game. No, it was uh no, I do I do know who it was. Oh man, he hit a he hit a home run last game. Oh, Pierce, Pierce, yes, yes. I was like P Rod Pierce, dude. He he had like a super good uh, World Series. Yeah, he did. I can't remember all the stats. Probably, off, yeah. Though. Well, obviously he did if he won the most valuable player. Yeah. <laughs> Speaking of most valuable players, you see Derrick Rose drop fifty points. He did. Yeah, fifty. He dropped 50, 50 points. points. What? Dude. He Against was who? The um, Suns? No, who was it? I Sorry to any Suns fans out there. It, uh, it might have been the Suns. I have no idea. Probably was. Pretty terrible. Dude, anyway, it was just cool because, like, in the post. It might have been the Rockets because the Rockets Shut are pretty up. terrible, too. What are they, one in five? <laughs> Go James know. Harden. <laughs> James Harden for MVP. Yeah, dude, James Harden for MVP every year. Will's the biggest, like, Rockets fan. I don't even know why. Because the Rockets are the best team in the league, baby. I, do, I like T Mac. Every time yeah. I see T Mac on Sports Center, every, every time I see T Mac on, uh, what is it, the jump? Yeah, he does I'm that like, NBA I'm, show. Bro, in the he's mornings. he's he's sitting there and he's he's like got wind horse this this kind of chubby reporter and this <laughs> this gal uh, what's her name I can't think Rachel something or another. Anyways, he's just sitting there listening to them talk about basketball and give their opinion. He's like, y'all just don't know anything. <laughs> he's like, are you a Hall of Famer, wind horse? Are you are you a Hall of Famer? What <laughs> about you, you, Rachel? You ain't even played in the NBA. <laughs> Hey, Windhorse, can you even uh, dribble a basketball? <laughs> Dude, Windhorse, did you even make the junior high team? <laughs> Giving your opinion. Anyway. They get paid to give their opinion on yeah. a sport that they can't play. Anyway, Yeah, that's true. That happens. Anyway, Derrick Rose. Dude, it was cool because, uh, for those of you who don't know, Derrick Rose was like one of the best players in the whole league uh, when he came out of college. Or did he come out of high school? Anyway, he was the youngest him. player ever to win the league's most valuable player award. And then, like, two years later, he blew out his leg. Blew out his knee, ACL, MCL, whatever. Uh, So, that kind of set him back. He came back again. W- really wasn't the same, you know. He was still pretty good. Um, Blew out his knee again. I had to rehab. And each of these rehabs takes, like, six to 12 months. So, he came back again. Messed it up again for a third time. So, this is the him coming back after that and he's been in and around a lot of teams and uh I mean you can just tell he's like worked super hard to get back you know into the league and playing good and uh he was super emotional after after the game because you know I mean he scored 50 points like and he they it was a close game like he helped him win and uh they were you know the reporter was giving him the interview and stuff and he was getting emotional like you could see so he had tears in his eyes and he was like man you just got to work hard for you know stuff something that you like and that you believe in and it'll pay off eventually. You know, I thought that was really cool how, you know, it does take luck to get some places and it does take you knowing somebody or knowing, you know, something about what you're doing. But if you, it, when it comes down to if you really work hard for something and you really want it and, you know, believe it enough, then, you know, it'll happen. I think that, I thought that was just really cool. Even if you like Derrick Rose, if you like basketball, if you, if you don't, it doesn't matter, you know. Yeah. If you find something that you really want and are really passionate about and you work hard for it, then, you know, good things will happen. It'll pay off for you. And then I thought that was really cool. Yeah, that's – and that's 
Some people and people like to make fun of Derrick Rose a lot because they say he's like a big wash up, you know, because he was really good and then he just tanked, went downhill, you know, blew out his legs and stuff. So I just thought it was really cool that he, yeah, you so know, that's came a very like good. That. I thought it was awesome. Very good story. Um, I, <clears throat> I think that yeah. I mean, I just think that sometimes you just need to put your head down like that, even when adversity comes towards you, and you just deal with what you got you know and obviously he, he loves the game i mean he's went through he's went through what three knee surgeries you yeah. said yeah and he's still he's still doing what he loves and as long as he's happy and he's and he feels like he's he's doing what he wants to do yeah he's obviously doing it pretty well scored 50 points yeah more power you don't watch basketball that's I'm, pretty I'm not even gonna lie man i, I was kind of a derrick rose like i'm not a hater but I was Give definitely, I was definitely, haters going to hate. I was <laughs> definitely one of the people that was like, yeah, Derrick Rose is a wash up. <laughs> so that's, He's that's like, awesome though, dude. I, sport, I think that, I think that sports can get a bad rap from some people. Um, but it, it really is, it really is like, like, and it doesn't have to be sports, but I'm just using it as an example. It's, it's so it's something that can show you application in your life. Like it's something you can relate to your life. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Like working hard and achieving something in a sport. Yeah. In the scheme of things that doesn't matter, but that shows you the power of, of working hard and enduring and pursuing something. Yeah. I mean, and that can be anything that can be an instrument that can be a, like any type of passion is, is like, it doesn't really matter in the scheme of things, but it does matter. Yeah. It does matter to you. And it shows you, it shows you certain things. It helps you grow as a person. Yeah. And, it, you know, like that, that goes along with the saying, like, um, you know, it's not about necessarily winning, which is true. Like, you know, everybody wants to win. But if you're like improving yourself and getting better and getting better as a person, like even if you don't win, then, you know, it's all about just improving yourself, you know, becoming a better person. And most of the time, if you're focused on that instead of just winning, then you will win at what you're doing. And that doesn't have to be a sport. That can be, you know, an instrument, anything you're doing. If you just focus on getting better yourself, then eventually you will reach the goal that you want to, you know. Yeah. Like like playing a piano, say you're trying to master this one song to play for a concert or something. Um, you know, it doesn't matter if you, you know, you don't get it perfect every time or you go to a concert before this big one you're going to and you know you mess up a few times you don't play it perfect i mean as long as you keep improving eventually you will get to what you want to go to yeah like we were talking about earlier you said like don't necessarily focus on the the winning focus on the process like you said you're gonna get the soundproof and stuff we're gonna get the new interface i'm sure over time you're gonna pick up a few more things you're gonna pick up you're not really focused on winning anything but over time, if this is something that you really want to yeah, do. Yeah, and, like, I'm not even focused on, you know, like, making a big deal out of doing this yeah. right now. I just want to do it because it's fun. But eventually, if we keep doing it and doing it, then we'll eventually, uh, you know, improve and get better and get better equipment, better stuff. And, you know, it might turn into something. You just never know. But that's not the main goal that we yeah. have. But you just never know how things We're are going to We're just loving go. the process. You just got to trust worried, the process, not baby. Worried, not worried about the end goal. Just just trust in the process. Trust the process, baby. Joel Embiid. 
Well, talking about Derrick Rose, there was actually, uh, I had a pretty interesting conversation with this guy a couple of weeks ago. Is his name Derrick Rose? Definitely not. <laughs> um, but he, we were talking about CTE in the NFL. Yeah. What does that stand for? Uh, I honestly don't something know. I just know it's, I'll it's, look it up real fast. It's just the, <laughs> when you get your head hit real hard over and yeah. over and over. But anyways, uh, oh it, here we go, chronic traumatic encephalopathy. 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 No. Encephalopathy. Encephalopathy. In. I'm. I'm working. My grammar is getting better too. When we've been doing these podcasts, <laughs> believe it or not, I just <laughs> can't say that. Encephalopathy. So I got encephalopathy. I got an interesting it. take from him and I just wanted to get your take on on okay, the okay. Uh, CTE and I'll have a scenario for you but I just want to get your take on it at first like what do you think about CTE it CTE in what sports and in, in sports, general as a NFL, whole NFL yeah well NFL particularly cuz I mean Well I think that you know it's it's becoming more of a problem now because well there's a couple there's a couple factors first of all is you know back in the earlier days of the NFL the equipment that they used didn't have near as much protection as it does in the present day. So like their helmets and stuff like that, they had, you know, not necessarily just helmets, but just like the way that the trainers worked and stuff like that. So now that, you know, medicine and technology have advanced a little more, we have better trainers that are, you know, you know, trained to look for signs of and stuff like that. And we have better equipment. So they have better helmets, better pads, you know, better things to um not necessarily things but just like i get what you're saying they have like precautions that they can take because they know more now so basically what i'm saying is you know it's always going to be a problem when you're if you're going to continue to play football like or any contact sport for that matter uh mma is another thing where it's you know a real common issue yeah but you know um I mean, who am I to tell someone what they can and can't do, you know? Yeah. Is my take on it. Yeah. Like, even though, you know, it's proven to football and contact sports and stuff like that are proven to give it to you, if somebody wants to do that, it's their life, you know? Yeah. They can do what they want. And to that, and to that, this is the scenario I was going to give you. What if your kid wants to play football? If my kid wants to play football... What if he? How would you handle that situation? I would say your son's a third grader. He comes third to grader. you and he says, "Dad, ne- he's finishing off the year. He's like, Dad, next year, I, I think I want to play football. They've got tryouts this this summer, and I, I really want to go and play." That that's also a sticky situation because, like, in in reality, if you have some kids playing pee wee football, you know, fourth, fifth graders, sixth graders, they're not hitting at the same level as an NFL linebacker. So they're what they're really not getting the same I guess not damage, but like the same forceful hits as they are in the NFL and college. Does that make sense? Yeah. So like if a kid plays Pee Wee football for a couple years, I feel like that that wouldn't lead to any sort of CTE or anything like that. That's not proven or anything. But the thing is, say little Johnny, you know, he plays fifth and sixth grade, he's pretty good. So he goes and plays at high school, which, I mean, they hit a little harder. But I feel like even if somebody played 
Pee Wee in high school. Did you say fifth and sixth grade playing high school? No, he goes on. So he's okay, good. He goes on. Okay, yeah, he's good in fifth and sixth grade. Johnny's he, real good if he's yeah, playing he goes, <laughs> high school in the fifth and sixth <laughs> no, grade. So, so he goes to junior high, high school, and he's pretty good. You know, he just continues to play. But what I was saying, I don't think if a kid plays in high school and that's it, like they played Pee Wee in high school, I feel like that that wouldn't really cause him any okay any brain damage either. I'm not. I'm not a professional i don't know much about it so that's just a guess or an observation from me but then you run into the problem where little johnny's pretty good so he gets a college scholarship to play some more football you're like well you know he's getting college paid for so you say okay you know you can go play at the next level and they're hitting a little harder and this you know just keeps adding and adding and adding but speaking on that a third grader if my third grader came to me and say i want to play football i would say no because I'm I'm the parent, and you're in third grade, and you're gonna do what I say because you're my kid. Really? Yeah. So you're not gonna let him play football. Not gonna let him play football. Hmm. Interesting. Okay. So because, I mean, because I, even say he's not very good, which he probably wouldn't be, but <laughs> he's not very good. <laughs> wow. And, and he plays pee wee in high school, and that's it. Johnny'd crush you, son. My son wouldn't be named Johnny. but No, uh, I'm saying Johnny in our story would crush your son. Yeah, he would. <laughs> but I want to say no. I wouldn't let him play. Okay, that's interesting. I just want to – I'll give a few words on on what I think about it. Um, This this is just um, my take, like I said. Like like you said, actually. Uh, this is not, not anything proven that I, that I know of. This is mean, observation. There's a, there's a bunch, it's your yeah. opinion, like. Yeah, there's there's probably a bunch of there is a bunch of research on this and I'm not not speaking or citing any of that. Um I think that okay, so I played football and we started in the 4th grade. And yeah, they're not hitting hard enough to cause any anything. They're not, they're not hitting like NFL players. But you got okay, you got Johnny, the big dude that's real good. Yeah. He's he's better. He's just more equipped genetically to play football. He's more athletic. Yeah. And then you got string bean Bobby that that is like he wants to play football so bad, but his genetics are like, no, you you're not a football yeah, player. That's true. And Johnny smashes Bobby every time they do form tackling drills. That hit like, yeah, he's not hitting or Johnny's not hitting him as hard as an NFL player. But Johnny's a lot bigger than him, and Bobby's a lot smaller and can't take near the impact anyways. Yeah, that's true. You know true. what I'm saying? Yeah. So I think over time, like over time in Pee Wee and, and like going into junior high, you're, you're going to have that conundrum of like kids that just hit a lot harder and a lot, are a lot bigger than others. Yeah. Um, so, so would you let your third grader play football? If you had one, um, I would. I would sit down, and say I would. I would definitely tell him uh, the risks. Um, uh, uh, okay, I, I, yeah. No, no, I definitely, I definitely no. understand that that he he's not he's not thinking about. He's a third grader though. Yeah, he's I, not hey, gonna know. Listen, listen, just just listen. Listen, Linda. So I, I would definitely tell him, like, you know. This is this could happen. Like this is, I would I would I definitely look more into the research and like see what the research says. 
try and try and explain it to him in the simplest of terms and then give him all the positives as well and say but if you do decide to do it you know here's you could build like lifelong relationships with buddies you can win you can learn what it means to be part of a team you can do all of these things but he can also do that with other sports yeah that's true so i would i would i would like just say you know think about it. and if he's if he's gung ho like yeah i'll let him play i played football i'm fine you didn't play that long though i played from 4th grade to 8th grade that's not that long it's 4 years that's not that you go through college in 4 years a lot changes will i know but what i'm saying is like Obviously, you're fine. You don't have CTE, but like, actually, that's five years because four, like, fifth, six. What if seventh, you would have kept eight. playing? Maybe you would have played in college, and maybe you would have got smashed. Death not. You don't know that. <laughs> what if you just really got into it and you started practicing all the time? Um, I mean, I think that I think that you definitely keep it in their mind as they grow because as they grow, they are going to get more mature and they're going to think about things like that. Now, am I saying that a junior high kid is gonna? Or a junior high or even a senior high kid is going to be worried about their health if they get a scholarship or anything like that. No, or for they sure think, not. They're definitely not <laughs> going to think about that. But I don't know, man. Like you said, the, the, the way that they're handling it nowadays, like they, they do take more precaution. They have research on it. They, they take extra precaution nowadays to keep people from getting hurt. That's not to say that, you know, Johnny won't get hurt. Yeah. But... I don't know. I, I'm I'm with what you said, except you totally contradicted yourself with your kid. You said just do whatever you want. I don't care. Well, who am I to say the, okay. take away something somebody okay. likes? I, that's not really. There's different. There are different circumstances. It's not a contradiction. <laughs> and that no, it's not. You can't let a third grader decide everything because. They they don't have the mental capacity to make rational decisions. They're in third grade, but that's you a have, big decision. If you, well, if, as far as like his relationships and his connections, if you have an adult that chooses, you have okay a college player that got drafted to the NFL, and he has a he has that decision. He's a grown man. He's twenty two years old. He can decide if what he wants to do like with his health in the future. Does that make sense? Like he he can make a more yeah, rational. I definitely decision. understand what you're saying. I'm not gonna, I'm not gonna let a third grader. That's a make big decisions for me. That's I'm a big choice, to, though. I'm just saying. What if he doesn't? That's part of being a parent, though. What if is he doesn't? A choice you're right. for your kids. You're definitely right. When they can't, they don't have the mental capacity to make a rational decision for themselves. You're right. I don't know, man. I just, I don't know. I just don't think. I don't think that. I don't think that you can just take take that away and say no. I definitely can, because I'm the, I mean, no, I'm you the can. grown up. You can, you I'm can. Blown. <laughs> I don't know. That's that's good though. That's good though that we we can talk about this and have differing opinions and be okay with it. Yeah, but I'll contradict myself with again. <laughs> At the end of the day, you can do, you can do whatever you want. If there you're you an go. adult, you can do what you want. If you're still living with your parents, I'd say you can do what you want most of the time, but probably not all the time. <laughs> Yeah, kids, don't don't rebel. Listen to your parents. They even they really th- do even, want what's best for you. Even though you think they're dumb. Will's gonna be a parent before too long, I bet. Shut up. Even <laughs> even if you think they're dumb and wrong and stupid. Well it's the same thing as dumb, but and you think you know everything, you don't. So we'll I thought that for a long time. We'll revert back to this conversation though, Will, about about C T E about you know being in here and doing the podcast when your third grader comes to you and says, "Dad, 
bad. I want to play football. And I'm going to go, oh, no. <laughs> I guarantee you. And I'm gonna, I guarantee you let him play football. I don't I know. I guarantee you. And you're already thinking about it. He's not even here yet. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> uh, no, I'll just let him be an MMA fighter. And MMA, okay, yeah, in. okay, cool. Cool. Makes a lot oh, of sense. Dang, son. We've been rolling. How long have we been going? Uh, Hour and five minutes, 20 seconds. Oh, wow. We probably need to shut her down. We're going for a high score here. Yeah. Dude, is that a high score? It might yeah, be dude, a high score. Dude, hour five. We did like an hour five on our first podcast. Kick her down into the low gear. <laughs> Jake break. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, dude. Well, I feel like that one's pretty good. We'll wrap it up. Oh, man. All right. So you can find me, Gary, on Instagram and Snapchat. Uh, my Instagram is Gary the Great 96 Spell it. No underscores or anything. It's G-A-R-Y-T-H-E-G-R-E-A-T-9-6. And on Snapchat, that's Gary, G-A-I-R-Y, Gary. And um, here we go. My Instagram is Will underscore Pennington double zero. That's W-I-L-L underscore P-E-N-N-I-N-G-T-O-N zero zero. Uh, Twitter, at the scavenger 23. The scavenger. That's. Uh, T H E S C A V E N G E R twenty three, and uh, once we actually, you know, start, we're gonna start promoting uh the podcast a little better and let you know when episodes come out and stuff. So we will start putting that on our social medias. So, um, on the social medias, on the social medias. So, by some chance, if you want to know when the next episode's coming out, <laughs> just uh follow us and uh we'll be putting that on there. We are on iTunes and Google Play, baby. Oh yeah. And uh, and hey, the to the people that that see our uh, cover photo that says <laughs> conversations, oh, casual no. conversations, <laughs> that was Will. Will is in charge of all of uh, our stuff. Okay, I just okay, t- okay. I made disclaimer. the logo. I was really jazzed up cuz I was fixing I was like, dude, we're fixing to get on iTunes and Google Play. So I was getting <laughs> hype, you know, I was like, dude, we're going to we're going to have a freaking podcast. On iTunes and Google Play. I just thought that was so cool. But uh, I obviously didn't proofread or proof check the cover image. Proofread? You had two I, words. <laughs> you had two words to spell. You still got to proofread. And I forgot to put the N on conversation. So I went and updated it on our little database thing. But on iTunes, it's fixed. But it still hasn't shown up on Google Play yet. So it says literally casual conversation on the You'll know it's ours because that's what it says. So. <laughs> <laughs> but uh, yeah, I'll we'll put some links uh to the to the podcast for iTunes and Google Play uh on social media, so you guys will know where to go find her at. But other than that, man, that's all I got. That's all we I got. We rocked and rolled. Hour eight minutes. Personal High best score. baby. High score. <laughs> High yeah. score, man. So. Yeah, dude, I'm fixing to hit the road and go to bed. I'm, I gotta get something to eat, dude. I'm Gary hungry. out. Later.